Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We've got some publicationships to talk to you about on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Okay, and what's a publationship, Bradley? Publationship is a relationship for publicity purposes as exhibited oftentimes by celebrities. I mean, I don't know many like normal average everyday people who are engaged in publationships. That's because you don't think about it, but I guarantee there are. You know, oh, there's that weird couple down the block that's that has true. a big red light on their front porch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's two publationships that we are focusing on in this precise moment a precise precise moment uh one of them is we're gonna call them what hake hake or h hake hake what's a hake that's brooks lake and julianne huff okay and uh what do we know about them okay so we've actually talked about them a few times mostly because as Julianne Huff's career has taken off, and by career, I mean it's taken a turn, mm-hmm. she has gone to work for the likes of Gwyneth Paltrow, or at least works with Gwyneth Paltrow. She also works with Oprah. She is like making a name for herself in the alternative guru, new agey. I don't even know what you want to call it right now because I don't know where we are in the world of magical thinking. But she's doing this thing called Kinergy. I'll get to that in just a moment. But essentially, once she started doing this goopy stuff, Mm -hmm. uh, we started paying attention. Also, her husband, or not husband, yes, her husband, right? I think they're married, yeah. Yeah, 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 they're married. I suddenly had a brain fart. It happened. And completely forgot who I was dealing with here. So, um, you know the two of them have... Sorry, that was your brain. Sorry. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Excuse me. That smell. Luckily, I'm in my own room. <laughs> anyway, um, we started talking about their relationship slash publationship when he started a podcast. And in this podcast, he would try to get attention in the media by saying things like, I have to question my sexuality. Um, Julianne Huff likes to explore sexuality. Um, we are doing some things weird like nobody else is doing. Like, they started talking about their publicationship out loud in a way that made us go, hmm. And he can speak out loud because he has a podcast. Exactly. And so it was on that podcast that he was like, By the way. Yeah, I'm exploring my sexuality, which made everybody go, Oh, what does that thanks, even mean? Thanks. And it really didn't mean anything other than like, I, I need know. attention. I need attention. Listen to my podcast. Right. Fine. That's okay. Um, he's cute and maybe you're horny. So, um, he, his podcast, by the way, is called How Men Think, which I'm sure turns a lot of people on because you wanted to know. Again, I've said this before. I'll say it again, but it will never get old. I, I don't need to like. I know the world is how men think. Here's how they We're think. Good. Thanks. Do me a favor. Look yep. down. Mm-hmm. There it is. There it is. OK. Speaking of. So then all of a sudden they started quarantining as a family apart. So she and Brooks were, that was the last story we talked about. The two of them quarantining in separate places. We're still together apart. Mm -hmm. 
Well, then most recently we saw this story, and that's why we're talking about them today. He is now talking about his sex life while social distancing from his Julianne Huff. Right? Like, this is such a non-story. Again, it's like, I'm exploring my sexuality. What does that mean, actually? Well, when you say that you're sharing the state of your sex life while social distancing from Julianne Huff, doesn't that just mean you're not having sex? One would think, right? right? Especially when you're really supposed to be social distancing. Um, I know people get creative, uh, desperate times, but typically it's difficult to actually have sex distantly. Yeah, I mean, I guess they could be doing the freak nasty on like FaceTime. I mean, or again, like I said, got to use your imagination. Desperate times. Yeah, I just, I don't. I guess I. He's saying a lot of words and not saying anything. So speaking of, well, that that would be a great tagline for how men think, right? Right. In this podcast, he goes, "I'm in Idaho, so I don't have much to say about this sex." That is, my wife's back in L.A. I mean, not much going on right here. <laughs> And then he goes on to say that because of, you know, but don't worry, he's got a lot of sexual energy. Okay. And so he says of this thing, like how he's dealing, because, you know, guys, right? Mm -hmm. They just like, they're oozing sex. Well, it's like, it's a need. Yeah. It's it's a real constant need. You have to tend to it. So he says (laughs) that his daily routine. Oh, geez. I don't. Do I want to know this? Yes. Okay. Leaves him exhausted at night as he wakes up around 5.30 a.m., begins working in the yard around 6.30, and he doesn't finish working on his 10-and-a-half-acre property until 6 p.m., after which he cooks dinner, puts a fire on, and doesn't have to worry about his sexual energy because he, quote, doesn't have a lot of sexual charge. Because he let it all out in the yard? Yeah, so he's basically taken it out on his lawn. Okay, this is... I think useful information for people. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you want your man to leave you alone, get him out in the Send yard him to all Idaho day, okay? and put him to work on a lawnmower. Um, can we hit up another publationship? I don't want to run out of time because yeah. this one is real weird too. Yeah. That would be Jadam. What is a Jadam? Well, it used to be a Channing Tatum and a Jesse J. I say used to, but now it is again, but it wasn't. And therefore, what round of this are we on? Three or four? Channing Tatum and Jesse J have been on again, off again for what seems like a century, although technically I think it's been over is a that year in, at least. Is that in COVID 19 yes. <laughs> centuries? But the headline in TMZ yesterday was that they're back on the horse. And by horse... Now they're riding horses. No, they're actually on a motorcycle, which some people call a hog. Oh, man. So they were seen uh, hitting up the picturesque Mulholland Drive in L.A. on Wednesday on his BMW bike for a nice sunset ride. It's unclear if they've been quarantining together. Well, of course they have, but this comes on the heels of us just learning, what, mere months ago? Not even. I feel like it was weeks ago, I was gonna but say, in COVID-19 in, weeks, it was months. It was in quarantine that we learned yes. that they were off again, and now here we are with them being on again, and clearly they're quarantining together because you don't end up on a bicycle if you're not if you're not living together in this moment, right? By the way, did you just call it a bicycle? Did I call it a bicycle? You did. <laughs> Look, I don't a motor bicycle. A motorcycle. <laughs> I uh I, I would I've always wanted to ride on a motorcycle, but I will never allow myself the privilege because I would die. Um I have ridden okay, look, sorry, now we're taking a little side jaunt. 
So Jadam is riding cycles together. Blah, yeah. Blah, so blah, I don't know on. what's going on, and I wish I had the mental energy to pay attention, but I don't. Well, you've been working in the yard a lot. Yeah. Um. Really quick on the motorcycle uh topic. Yeah. One time in high school. Because, you know, you could drive, like, mopeds before you had your driver's license. Yeah. I don't know if that's still the case. Yeah, I do. Um, but I had a friend who had a moped, and he was like, oh, he's like, this is, like, taste of freedom, right? When you're 15, yeah. like, Wee. taste of freedom. He's like, I have a moped, and we can go places. And I was like, oh, my gosh, great. Sounds wonderful. Yay. That was the first and the last time I've ridden a moped. It's dangerous. Or a mo- I mean, I won't ever ride a motorcycle. Remember, just this, I'm not that kind of daredevil, y'all. This we last summer, I almost died on a bird scooter. I know. I literally drove my bird scooter at a semi. Sometimes I think about wanting to be a person who rides a Vespa. No. I used to want to do that, too. We all went. Didn't, didn't we all go through a hipster Vespa period? I think we did. But Probably just... around the mid to late 90s. Oh, no. this I, I'm talking, this was like within the last five years. Oh, okay. I spent, I logged some good hours on the Craigslist looking for a Vespa. I, but here's the thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I always think like, oh, they look so cool and cute and fun. And then I'm like, well, Minnesota, right? But then I also think about, look, think of a six foot two individual with a big head Flying through <laughs> South Minneapolis on a Vespa. <laughs> this is not a good look for anybody. Oh my like gosh. you have to be like you have to be like what's her name? Um, that really annoying cooking lady, Giada De Laurentiis. Oh, to to really look good on a Vespa. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that was fun. That was a fun journey. I'm gonna I think get we back covered in the, about thirty topics. You're I'm gonna welcome. Go, I'm gonna go work in the yard again. <laughs> actually, we gotta go uh, grab ourselves. Well, actually, it's Holly. Holly's our guinea pig today. Holly is gonna be the cheater because it's cheat day Friday. We're gonna try a little something that we don't usually try. After this, on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. It is the very, very end of the week. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. On MyTalk1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, Hi. Holly Roberts, and we have a small problem. Well, let's just roll that beautiful bean footage. It is Friday, which means it is a cheat day. Dirty, rotten cheetah. Cheat day taste test. Stick this in your mouth. So. Let's just start at the very well, beginning. I feel like it's a very yeah. good place to start. Let's start at the very, very beginning, which begins this morning during our pre-show meeting, which we conduct over the Google Hangouts Monday through Friday. We, uh, You may not realize that we plan very hard for this show. We go segment by segment and decide how we're going to talk about the things we'd like to talk about. And cheat day is no different. And usually we have some sort of plan. In place for cheat day. Well, we remembered that last week we saw something that we wanted to have for this cheat day. But we had another problem, and that problem was we, we didn't couldn't remember, remember what it was. Yeah, so we spent a lot of <laughs> mental energy this morning trying to... But I, I do want to take a moment and just say we completely deserve credit for using our mental powers, albeit in a tardy fashion. Yes. Because we figured out. Oh, yeah. What I'm saying is like we did the deep dive. Like we were like, you guys, I remember there was something we were going to eat for cheat day, but we couldn't remember. So then we're like, okay, we're on it. 
And then we started like furiously bringing up all the options, figured out, no, it's not that, it's not that, it's not that. And then somehow we were like, check our internet browser history. <laughs> so then Colleen and I are like furiously combing our browser Scrolling history. Rolling back. And then like literally 30 seconds before we were supposed to go on uh, our uh, Coffee with Cobras segment, um, which, by the way, was a lot of fun. We didn't which really happens, ever talk about that. It's a segment that. that happens off air. Well, we can in just a second because yeah, it's, it's a long fun... story short, we don't have anything to cheat with, but go on. <laughs> it was uh, a Zoom experience, but we figured it out like 30 seconds before, like, hey, we were going to do this. And then we realized ice cream cake. <laughs> it was the Baskin Robbins ice cream cake pizza thing. Yep. And we'd gotten far enough to know that they did deliver through DoorDash. But there was a missing piece, and that was that it didn't deliver to us. Yeah. So they have this thing called, uh, Baskin-Robbins has this thing called Polar Pizzas, which is kind of like maybe Baskin-Robbins' answer to the Dairy Queen uh, ice cake. cream cake. Mm-hmm, which is the but best. When I, do you remember this? Because I remember now reading this to you. Um, you can build your own, but the one I was looking at has like a chocolate chip cookie crust. Mm. And then has a layer of ice cream and then a, a layer of frosting, drizzle, mm-hmm. sprinkles, and cookie dough bites. Oh my gosh, you had me at drizzle. Uh, they also have... Check that hernia trainer. Uh, they also have a peanut butter and chocolate in Reese's peanut butter cup one, mm-hmm. as well as an Oreo one, mint chocolate chip, Jamocha almond fudge. Mm-hmm. And then you can make your own. So we were Why are really you torturing us right now because I just want to give have. the listeners something. Okay, good idea. So that they can know that we we really did. We tried to do this. Well, so then we had a plan B though. We were like, oh, it's fine. We got these three Kit Kats. I tried one of them. Bradley, you tried one of them. We have one left. We'll have Holly do that. Okay. Cool. So yeah, because we each in turn, you did one, I did one, and then we're like, oh, we got the third one for Holly. Right. So I went tinkle in the um in the break, and I was supposed to go into the our office space in our little secret squirrel away hiding spot to grab that Kit Kat for Holly. Well, I have short term memory loss, so by the time I came back, I'd forgotten to do so. So then we sent Holly out. Now, by the way, the time is ticking away in the break. We send Holly out. Holly goes out. She comes back. She's like, no Kit Kat. And then we are on what is... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP podcast.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Called The Rejoin in the break, which is literally you have 15 seconds left. Then some music is going to roll and you better be ready to do your show. And Bradley leaves to go check. I go, you guys. 
take over. Yeah. So we did. I got this. Bradley came back. So then I ran to the prep room, looked in all of the hiding places, although apparently I've hidden it so well. You hid it from yourself. That I've now hidden it from everyone, including myself. Mm. Give me a so, break. Yeah. <laughs> Holly, well, tell us what you we think want to. a dark chocolate Kit Kat would taste like. Mm, well, it's probably not dark chocolate enough. Yeah. Needs to be at least 80%. Mm. But oh, it does have... Really? Yeah. Got high standards. Mm-hmm. I would say 65. Mm. But the nice thing is it has the Kit Kat nubbins on the end. You know, the part of the end of the Kit Kat, that's the best part of the Kit Kat. The nubbins. Which, by the way, can I just give a big pimpy prop? To the nubbin? No, to the big cat nubbin. So if you've never had a big cat, that has some like... Just fat nubbins on it. Oh. If you love the nubbin. If you love the nubbin. <laughs> if you love the nubbin. We're trash. Oh, we are. Uh, I do just want to say in our remaining 45 seconds that we did have a great time this morning on the uh, Cobra Coffee Hour uh, with some wonderful listeners who won. And if you want to do it again next week, we'll have some opportunities to give away some passes to come in and sit and just have coffee with us. Yeah. In you the can morning. ask a question. We have coffee. We talk, you we know, no big whoop. I did actually say the S word today. Oh, I dropped that. S bomb. Uh, you know, cause you can do that kind of thing when you're on zoom. It's real casual. As long as you don't bring porn. We're good. Yep. It's a porn free experience. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, will D bags be a porn free experience? Find out after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, those celebrities behaving badly. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Um, okay, so we have to talk about those celebrities behaving badly. And we do have a name for them, and that name is Deberg. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Do you have a D-bag to share, Bradley? I do. And, Who is it? Um, here's the thing. This D-bag goes out to... Oh, it's a dedication. Is it a long-distance dedication? <laughs> well, it is. Mm. Okay. And that's part of the problem. Mm. Whoever is responsible for delaying Star Trek discovery season three Mm -hmm. and by that i mean (laughs) covid-19 well i hesitated to make covid-19 my d-bag because that sounds like i'm a d-bag also it's so obvious also everything is Uh covid's fault true dad okay Mm -hmm. in this moment but i just wanted to take this space to honor and acknowledge my um and it's not just me obviously a lot of people the audience's Frustration at the delay in Star Trek Discovery Season 3's arrival to CBS All Access because um, this was the th- this is really my favorite show right now um, because it's just consistently season after season. It's only been two seasons. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite things to watch, like the thing, you know how there are a few things that you actually get excited for week to week. Mm-hmm. Um, this is that show for me. And so when things first started changing in this moment, I understood that there was going to be a delay. And I'm like, uh, what isn't there a delay on? Right. right? But p- particularly there's this article about how um, we what we know is we really don't know when the new season is going to come out. 
And I believe that it it's mostly because the people putting the show together can't really do stuff together, right? So, like, the editing and all that. Right. But it's still coming. Uh, we just still don't know when, and that means I'm still frustrated. Allegedly, supposedly, according to um, fan sites, one in particular that I uh, was reading during the break, sometime in June or July, we can expect Which the third season. feels so far away, Bradley. Yeah. Because COVID-19. Right? Isn't it just that thing where, like, everything seems like it's a month or two off? Right. Meaning, like, if only we get to... Remember how we were in, like, March thinking... Only we get to April. And now we're in April and we're like... No, honey, we're in May now. We just got to get to May. Now we're in May. And we're like, we just got to get to... Apparently, we just got to get to June or July. Again, of the things that we're all worried about, I get this is very small potatoes, but in the world of pop culture and entertainment, this is something I'm actually very much looking forward to. It also is one of those things, too, where you have something that you know brings you comfort and the week after week, like the routine of it, right? brings you a level of comfort when that is not showing up for you in the way you need it to in this time. It's very upsetting. Yeah. For example, for me, yeah. Grey's Anatomy is over. It's very upsetting. Like over, over? No, like, but they had to do an abrupt end to the season. That show's never going to end. Are you kidding? Thank you. There'll be cockroaches and Grey's Anatomy. rude but also true also the thing about that it it had like that abrupt ending and then now we don't know when we'll get it back so it's frustrating and i just want to honor your feelings bradley about how how that feels to be like i want that thing back because it makes me feel normal yeah i i have almost gotten to the point where i really really tried to get jamie to watch it um and then i thought well we could go back and watch it from the beginning the thought That's of him not gonna happen. watching Star Trek is like me watching Monday Night Football. Like, it ain't happening. That is actually funny. Yeah. Would you like to know who my D-bag is? Yes, please. Dina Lohan. Oh, good. Okay, so... Frequent flyer. We have also a development on this. Uh, Dina Lohan, who is being interviewed by Us Weekly about what? Science? I don't know. Nope. Her new podcast. Oh, okay. Now it's that's the, right. What was it called, well, Mama the plot D? Thickens because it goes. So it we thought it was just called "Listen to Me, OG Mama D." Okay, but it's called. Ready? It's a mouthful, and it's also a poem. Listen to me, the OG Mama D, with Dina Lohan and Chanel Omari. <laughs> what is a Chanel Omari? But a perfume. I don't know. Any who'sy whatsy. I'm looking. Mm-hmm. I'm googling. Um, Chanel. Oh, she's a comedian, princess of Long Island star. Oh, she's on TV. Chanel Omari. But um, she wants to drop some stuff about Lindsay because that's the only way she'll get a headline right now. Yeah. So here's what she says of Lindsay. <clears throat> Excuse me. Lindsay is dating a wonderful guy right now, but that's neither here nor there. Uh-huh. Okay, thanks. When she's ready about her person to talk about her personal life, she will. Thanks. Um, alrighty. That's headline news. Well, it is because it's the only thing she said that is worthy of a headline. Do you see what I mean? Dina Lohan knows the game, and the game is say something about Lindsay, and that'll get you some attention. Oh, of course, she knows so how to play the game. She gave us nothing about Lindsay. 
And she got that attention. That's why she, like, pimps out her child. Exactly. I don't mean literally, although... I mean... I'm tired. (laughs) (laughs) Is that the sound of you giving up? I mean, I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised. I mean... I hear you. Mm-hmm. I hear you. Anyway, uh, would you like to know how we can listen to listen to me, the OG mom? Well, yes, because I need to hear with Dina if this Lohan is... and Chanel Omar. I wasn't done with the title of Sorry. it yet, Bradley. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I, I'm going to need about ten more minutes. <laughs> listen to me, the OG Mama D with Dina Lohan and Chanel Omari. Because you done, know why thanks. she's got this Chanel Omari? A to get more attention. B because. She the thought help. of Lynn's or of Dina Lohan pressing a button and knowing how to put together a podcast is frightening. So can I just tell you also, like the reason why she's doing this with Chanel Omari, this can let me just tell you their background. This is what Chanel Omari told us weekly. Dina and I go way back. She notes that she was hired to be Lindsay's assistant. And then eventually became Dina's assistant. She said, we've always had a very strong friendship. And we've, we always came to Dina for, I don't know what they came for. They what? did not finish that sentence. White anyway, wine? probably. Um, Cocaine? She said that growing up, she would come to Lindsay's house and ask, what would Mama D do? And so that's kind of where this whole thing was born. This is crap. Are you reading this from the press release? This is from the Us Weekly article, a.k.a. the press release. Uh, Then she said, I wouldn't be where I was with the success I I have made if it weren't for the low hands. So I thought it was full full circle that we should start a podcast together because Dina has three decades of wisdom. Okay. Uh, She does. She's had experience in every single topic you can name. I think a lot of people want to know what she has to say because she's the original momager. You know, Dina has paved the way for many and she created one of the biggest superstars in the world. I'm getting too much secondhand embarrassment. Okay, also, speaking Mm of, um, this individual has another podcast. Yeah. It's called um, Real Talk with Bella Magazine, the podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So... I think what we've learned here is that naming podcasts is not a strength of hers. Also has the podcast Chanel in the City. That looks like a video podcast That's, or something. I, you know, here's the deal. With Tara Schuster I am going to listen Omari. to this thing. And the reason why is because it is going to be a crap carnival. That's what we do here. We sift through the car- yes. crap carnival. I want to mm-hmm. sit on that pile and well, just Well, I want to sit on the Dina pile, too. Okay. But... <laughs> But um, only if it's giving me stuff. Oh, no, it's only going to give me something once and then I'm going to be over it. I just need to see how this I just want to. Here's the other thing. She better come out of the gate with some real hot gossip. Otherwise, nobody's she's coming not back going to. She's, she's going to talk about how she learned everything and how she's amazing and how her daughter is such a success. And ain't no, she ain't going to talk about the fact that. Oh, God, <laughs> I'm prejudging. What did I say before? When? When? Okay. I'm like, which time? I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, but but here's. The I want you to listen thing. and tell Dina's me if I need not, to listen. Dina's not tired. Dina is going to continue to serve up the same subpar crap that she's been. You do got to give her credit for still like putting on her, you know, eye makeup. Every oh, they day. wake up every day and hustle. The mm-hmm. low hands do. 
I, at one point, I thought Allie Lohan was like the most successful Lohan. But that's now questionable, well, right? Because she, she, she had like an, a legit modeling career. Okay, Holly's got different opinions. <laughs> Bless their hearts. I mean, Lindsay is argu- was arguably the most famous Lohan. Allie, but then when she had to take a minute to sit out, I thought Allie was going to do some stuff. Well, Allie is the she's the model, right? Right. So she, I mean, she at least attempted a. Kylie Jenner-like career experience in a way that, you know, I mean, I guess you could say the same of Lindsay. The problem is she just never recovered from where she had been. Well, and I think that that's what this Chanel Omari is trying to say is like Lindsay was one of the biggest superstars in the world. And and Dina paved the way for Kris Jenner, which is also kind of bold. (laughs) How the mighty have fallen. Anybody who's willing to send their what? How old was Lindsay when she went to Hollywood? Like 13? Oh, well, oh, she was a child model. Yeah. She was very young. Well, but what I'm saying is I think she was like 13 or something very young when uh, she, they sent her to Hollywood to live alone. And Well, that is a recipe for disaster. That, anybody who's willing to send their child alone into the, you know, great big world den of Hollywood deserves some. I barely <sighs> send my 13 year old to the grocery store alone. Mm hmm. I'm tired. Well, Bradley, (laughs) we're going to need you to wake up because when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we are excited to have one of our MyTalk partners, Steve from Early Bird Electric with us to tell about how they're adapting their business during these uh, strange times of COVID-19 and the stay at home order. We'll be back after this with Steve from Early Bird Electric and open for business on MyTalk 1071. Uh, I'm glad you're still open. Open, open. Helping support our local businesses through the coronavirus crisis. We are open for business. This is open for business. Still open, yeah? Yeah. On My Talk 1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. And we have been really blessed throughout this time to be able to check in with some of our partners from My Talk 1071 who are helping us understand a little bit better how they are coping and what changes they are making in their own uh in their own companies to deal with the COVID-19 crisis in the place we are right now. And Right now, we have Steve from Early Bird Electric with us. Hello, Steve. Hi, Steve. Hello. Thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. Well, thanks for being with us. And uh, can you give us a little, tell us a little bit about Early Bird Electric and, and kind of what areas you serve and what your specialties are? Sure. Early Bird Electric, we're a small company. We have roughly 25 employees, and we serve the greater Twin Cities metro area. We focus on homes, uh, residential electric services, and we're owned by Mark Semensky, who grew up on a dairy farm in New Prague and is one of the hardest workers I've ever met in my life. And he loves serving customers, and so that's what we do. People call us to come out to their homes and uh, hang lights, do troubleshooting, replace services, whether it's outlets or someone buys a new uh, electric car they need a new circuit or charger to be installed and, and so that's the type of work we do and i imagine steve that you guys have had to adjust and remain flexible during this moment can you tell us a little bit about how early bird electric has uh adjusted to meet the different demands of uh covid19 yes good question 
We talk about it literally every day. And so there's several components to this. One is the health of customers, right? And that's what people are concerned about when we go to visit them. But we're also concerned about our employees and protecting them. Because you imagine, you know, we're here about and watch all this stuff on TV, and this is our employees, and they're going into homes. Mm -hmm. So some of the things that we've done is just basic hygiene, repetitive messages, wash your hands. Uh, You know, they wear... um, protective eyewear uh then when they're in the homes they they give the customer the option if they want us to wear a mask uh but some of the guys wear the mask on their own uh sometimes believe it or not there's some customers that don't feel comfortable with us having it on Uh, so we want them to feel comfortable and yet our employees need to feel comfortable yeah You know, one of the things I wanted to bring up to you, Steve, because this is something we're seeing all over the place. A lot of people using this time while they're uh, staying at home to do different projects in their house. And one of the projects, at least at my house, my husband says, absolutely not. We leave this to the professionals is anything having to do with electric. Mm -hmm. Uh, Can you speak to that? How very important it is to really have professionals uh, addressing the electrical needs of your home? Yes, absolutely. Um, and, and we do get a lot of phone calls from people that they tried something and then it sparked and didn't work. And um, yeah, so to do electrical work requires many thousands of hours just in the trade to get certified. Most of our guys have gone to trade school for a couple of years. So when they show up, they're fully trained just on the safety of homes. Um, the code itself is complex. But, yeah, uh, no one likes getting zapped. Um, It it doesn't feel good. It's very painful, and it can be lethal. So, yes, it's very serious, and our guys take precautions to make sure they don't get zapped. But also when they're installing the work or rewiring, we have to make sure that everything's done correctly, that that we have the right breakers and the right wiring, and we pull permits too. So we get another set of eyes on the work that we do. Because you can imagine, we just we can't afford, nor can our customers, nor can our employees, to have you know egregious sort of mistakes. You just you just can't. So yeah. So Steve, you talked a little bit about how you guys have had to be flexible in this moment and do some things a little bit differently. If I'm a customer, or a potential customer, and I've got an electrical problem around the house, but you know, again, we're in the midst of COVID nineteen. Do I need to do anything different to get in touch with you guys, or is there going to be a, you know, um. I don't know. Am I going to have to plan ahead? Tell me how uh, best to, to get in touch with Early Bird Electric now. Sure. We offer several ways. We actually have a chat function on our website. People can call us, 612-THE-BIRD, of course. And then online scheduling, going on our website and scheduling. Nothing's really different from that perspective. But what we do request, and we have this in the ads that run too, of course, is that if someone is ill in their home or has been exposed to the virus, that sort of thing, to um, to be mindful of that mm-hmm. or reschedule appointments and just have an awareness. Um, so that would be one thing to to uh, to be considerate of on both sides of the coin. But for us, from just scheduling, it's pretty much the same. So, yeah. um, in terms of just helping out, helping customers out get scheduled. Absolutely. Well, Steve from Early Bird Electric, we're so glad you could join us today. Can you give everybody uh, just how they can find you if they have some electrical needs at their own homes? 
uh, you know, again, we're all spending a lot of time at home. Those things that maybe didn't bother us before are starting to bother us or we want to make some changes. Early Bird Electric is there to help you. So how do they get a hold of you? Well, two ways. Obviously, the phone, uh, 612-THE-BIRD, but our website, earlybirdelectricians.com. And uh, we have a lot of great articles, great blogs on there, information about all the services that we have and um, our email address, contact information. That's probably the best way. Um, And then from there, just let us know what you need help with, whether it's smoke alarms or lighting projects. We're actually getting quite a few calls for lighting projects. I think people are exploring all the well, areas of their homes. Yeah, they're they probably the nooks and, <laughs> and they're probably realizing those light fixtures that aren't shedding the light that they need while they're yeah. actually working in their Absolutely. home, right? <laughs> yes. And surprisingly, there's a lot of home projects going on right now. People yeah. are fixing up their homes and doing things. So um, we weren't quite sure what to expect in all this, but we've kept our our lights on, no pun intended, and we just keep plowing and doing our best, and we've stayed fairly busy, actually. That's so. great. Well, thank you so much for letting our listeners know where they can find you, Early Bird Electric. And, uh, Steve, thanks for joining us on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley Show, um, so I don't know about you, Bradley, yes, but Queen. I've had some extra time on my hands. You have? Or at least I've had more time in front of the boob tube. Oh, that's hard to believe because you already spend a lot of time in front of your boob tube. That's actually not entirely untrue. You are correct. But one of the things I watched last night was the Parks and Rec uh, special. Oh, yeah. The reunion. Well, reunion-ish. It was a reunion. Uh, And so I kind of want to tell you a little bit about that and how they did that. And also, we've started three different series. uh, My My husband and I have. Three different TV series. Yeah, so because there are some things that you save just for the binge, and then there are some things that you can do the little bite by bite when they release one a week. So you've got your menu. Right. So we found three shows that will be released weekly that we can kind of keep up to date with. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I can tell you a little bit about those. One of them is an Apple TV uh, experience. Fabulous. Uh, I'm trying to remember what the other ones, what networks the other ones are on. But I will tell you about those. And, you know, we just kind of want to check in with people because sometimes it's a good time to get some good suggestions about what we should all be streaming. So 651 641 1071. What are you going to be streaming this weekend, Bradley? Do you have big streaming plans? Yeah, I do, but I'm actually excited for this segment because I, I've been asking people for their recommendations. We just finished one, which I'll tell you about in the um, on the other side because that'll answer your question. <laughs> but now we need something else. So I'm tired, Brad. I'm, I'm tired. tired. <laughs> I just didn't want to I didn't want to, as they say in the business, shoot. Mm-hmm. The moon. Uh, yeah. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. That is what they say in the business. He didn't want to shoot the moon. What are you streaming? 651 641 1071. What are you putting your eyeballs on this weekend? Or, you know, future weekends? We'll take your calls and have a little chat about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley Show right here on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. 
visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.